Hello and welcome to a new episode of Voice of the Makers. It is your girl Ginger and I just wanted to first start this particular episode off with saying thank you from the bottom of my heart for receiving season two episode one so damn well. Like the numbers don't lie and I see that you all are starting to leave those reviews in Apple Podcasts so I'm just so grateful that you all took the time out to share your words with me. They're definitely heartfelt and I know that you genuinely are tuning in and my words are resonating with you. And that's all I want. I want to have that connection with other creatives because it's it's hard out there being a creative, y'all. You know that. It's hard to find people that want to share the journey, want to help you where you are by sharing their experiences because everybody wants the money and I get it. But I don't believe everything has to be sold. I believe since we are all so unique and we bring different things to the table, why not share this free knowledge so we all can build and we all can eat, you know, and have our seat at our own table. So again, thank you for those reviews. Thank you for the voice messages. And I'm so happy that you're leaving those voice messages in Anchor because it's a great way for me to know what you want to hear. Like, One of them was like, hey, girl, that last episode really resonated with me. It made me want to step my creative game all the way up. And then someone also left a voice message saying, hey, um, I need you to expound a little bit about the four R's. Like, I I really didn't understand where you were going with that. And that's what we need. We need to open the lines of dialogue so that we'll have a better community And we all can be on the same sheet of music. So again, shout out to everyone that has been listening and tuning in. And you know, enough of all that. Let's get into the new episode. The one thing that I love about being a creative is creativity and inspiration is all around us. No matter what your genre is that you choose to go into, whether it's podcasting, making jewelry, a t-shirt line, writing a book. There's always something in someone who can inspire you. And today I want to highlight Missy Misdemeanor Elliott for several reasons. Um, Just recently, MTV Music Awards decided to honor her as an icon. And indeed, duh, she is like she's been killing the game for over 20 years. And whether she's consistent or she takes a break, she always comes back with that fire, you know, um, that's exclusive to her. And I was just so honored to know that she was going to receive this honor. So I know she was honored. Anywho, she also dropped an album or EP, which EPs are shorter than albums. If you didn't know that it's called Iconology, which was the perfect title, you know, with being honored and all that good stuff. And she did a slew of interviews. One I wasn't even looking for in particular. I was just on YouTube one day. And I saw this interview with Missy. Um, It was a podcast by Sway. Um, He used to be on MTV years ago as a VJ, um, video jockey, for those that don't know what VJ is. (laughs) And he um, has a podcast now. And I was on YouTube, came across and I was like, oh, there's Missy. You know, Missy's popping this week. Let me click and see what she's talking about. So when I tell you this interview was so bomb, like she dropped so many nuggets about you know, just being an artist, longevity in the game, relationships in the game, her health, just a whole bunch of different things. But the thing that stood out for me was a gentleman asked Missy, like, 
what was her creative process like how does she get into her sound because it's so unique and it's so innovative and different and so Missy simply said that her creative recipe is early on in her career when it was time for her to create she didn't listen to the radio she didn't watch tv she just kind of zoned out and got into her own little world now what I interpret that to be is she didn't want any right then influences. Did she probably have influences? Yeah, <laughs> because everything is already done. But the fact that she wasn't relying on anything immediate to have any type of uh, like she didn't want to sound like what was currently going on. She didn't want to look like what was currently going on. So she basically had to just go off of memory. And sometimes when you go off of memory, and you're not looking at it right then, it's different because it may have been a while since you heard that or saw that or felt that. And so I was listening and I was like, oh my gosh. So she went even further and she said, when you do those things, you find yourself mimicking people when you watch them so closely and you listen to their style. That's why so many like current artists and rappers and jewelry makers and uh, designers, they their things look so similar because everybody's watching everybody and especially with social media being right at our grasp it's like oh let me go look on her page and see what she put down for answer number 10 you know so I just think that that was such a very profound statement when she said that because I believe we're all guilty of it hi including me um then she went on to say it also can set in fear when you're paying attention to what other people are doing because then you become afraid of um, what you look like, what you feel like, what you sound like, because you want to stay in this bubble in this trend because it seems like it's working for Betty or Sue or Bob. And so you kind of want to do your podcast like Bob is doing his because it seems like it's successful. Well, guess what? It may work for Bob, but it may not work for Ginger. You know, it may work for Sue, but it may not work for Linda. You get what I'm saying? So, It's very important that when you're about to create, you create your own experience. If you have to go off a memory, fine, but create your own experience, you know, get in your silent creative space. It doesn't have to be silent. I mean, if you want to create a mood and have your music and your your candle burning, I don't know, you want to have a nice fragrance in the air, whatever the case may be, do that. And I guarantee you, it's probably going to come out 10 times better than if you were looking or listening to what someone else was doing and then mimicking that or trying to replicate that. Now, the thing that I love about Missy, just going back into her history, is just not only is she an icon, but she's worked with other icons. And I just think about collaborations. You know, a lot of us are afraid to collaborate with other people. And a lot of that goes back into fear because we fear that I may collaborate with Johnny and he's more successful than I am. Or I may collaborate with Catherine and people don't look at what I'm doing. They are all focused on Catherine. And that is definitely a stumbling block. It holds you back because it's a known fact that when you work with someone who is genuinely trying to build, you're going to build too. You're going to reach for the stars. You're going to grab a couple of stars out of the sky, too. So I think we should just get off of that. Because like, for example, Missy, she's collaborated with 
Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, the late Aaliyah, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, Lil' Kim, the list goes on and on and on. And each of those names that I mentioned, they are creatives and iconic in their own right. But what if she would have said, you know what? No, I'm not working with Michael Jackson. I'm too intimidated. They're going to look at Michael and they're going to be like, who is Missy? Or I'm not working with Beyonce. I mean, she's Beyonce. Why would I want to do that? They're not going to see who I am. She didn't do that. And so it made her light even that more brighter because she took the ego out. Ego, that's the key word. Take it all the way down, you know, especially if you have so much room to grow. Now, I'm not going to end this podcast just about the creative recipe because one reason why I bought up Missy is because she's one of my favorite artists. Like, I've been jamming with Missy since 98, maybe earlier than that, but definitely 98. And one of my favorite songs from Missy is The Rain. That was like her first solo song. And it was so iconic. The video was even more iconic. And if you're not familiar, go to YouTube and look up The Rain by Missy Elliott. Oh my gosh. Like, if you remember, she came out with that trash bag on, it was blowed up. And you know, she was sitting on the hill and she was doing the little tick. I can't stand the rain. <laughs> and I went back and listened to an old cut of Tina Turner. She did that same song. I'm not sure who is the original person. Um, if you know, send me a comment or a review about it. But Tina Turner did a version way back when, like in the 70s of I Can't Stand the Rain. But I was just like, Missy, you know, she's been ahead of the game. She's been remaking things and making them her own. Because I didn't know it for years until like maybe three years ago that that wasn't Missy's original um, The Rain song. But those lyrics were because, you know, she's a rapper. Um, the other song that really, really stuck out to me, one of my favorite Missy songs is Get Your Freak On. Love that song. I love it because... It's a play on words, you know, definitely it has some sexual innuendos there, but also it's about being like a freak of nature. If you remember the video, she was hanging from a chandelier, holding her head in her hand and like all these different graphics were going on where people's body parts were moving and their heads were doing something else. Like you have to be clever to think of that. And, you know, even in that interview with Sway, she mentioned that she was the only child and that she had this vivid imagination and she had imaginary friends and she loved cartoons and sound effects. And so as she became an adult, she never let that go. And I believe that's a key too to being creative. Never let that childlike spirit die. I know that, you know, as an adult, we're taught to not, you know, be silly, don't be immature. But if you're going to be a solid creative, you have to. It's a must that you tap into that childlike spirit because it's something about a child that's just fearless and they're not making sure that everything is curated properly or said you know grammatically correct and it's refreshing you know that's why I believe kids do so well when it comes to YouTube think about it so the next song by Missy that I love I believe I was a freshman in college, Hot Boys. And that was a collaboration she did with Nasty Nas, my girl Eve, Lil Mo, 
and I believe in the remix she had Q-Tip in it, but you know, that beat, she rolled the beat, she had those, you know, hot entertainers involved in that song and it was just it was a beast it's still if you put on hot boys right now it still goes hard that was a favorite song and another one that comes to mind was another collaboration she did with big boy um an artist by the name of nicole ray who i don't know what happened to nicole ray but she was kind of on the tinge of little mo uh, she was a little little, little mo-esque i would say um, but it was called All In My Grill. And that song still goes hard. Like, I remember that video with the rain and the orchestra. It, oh, like Missy just has always been ahead of her time. <laughs> Truly creative and just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even sum it into words. I feel like it needs to be another word invented to describe her creativity. And, you know, just being multifaceted. That's another thing that she showed and demonstrated to us and still does to this day. She's a rapper. She's a singer, songwriter, record producer, dancer. Um, she, she speaks, you know, at universities about creativity in the music business. Like, I think that a lot of us put ourselves in boxes and put titles on ourselves or allow other people to put titles of our on us of our creativity and we just sit in that oh you're a podcaster or you're a jewelry artist or you're a jewelry girl whatever they want to call you you're more than that you could be whatever you want to be and you could be an extension of what the majority of the people know you as you don't have to just be what you do the most you could be all of those be multifaceted like Missy. So that's all I have. Make sure that you are listening and gravitating towards all of these little nuggets that I believe a lot of people don't share because we're so focused on the numbers and the money. But I think that we have to listen to these little nuggets to tap into our inner creative so that we can definitely stand out amongst the rest. Until next time. Bye. Hello, creatives. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe over an Apple podcast and leave your girl a message over there in Anchor. Until next time.